Welcome to the Seek First CEO Podcast, a community for high-achieving kingdom women committed to seeking God first and keeping God first in all we do. If you believe you're called to impact the world through your gifts, then you're in the right place. Hi, friend. I'm Heather, teacher turned speaker and your host of the Seek First CEO Podcast. I'm passionate about helping ambitious, servant-hearted women find their worth in whose they are, not what they do. As a certified master neuroscience life coach, I help you connect the dots between biblical principles and brain science so you can take your thoughts captive and be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I don't do surface, so we go deep here and we talk about the stuff underneath the surface because I wanna help you get to the source of your heart set and mindset roadblocks so you can have breakthrough by aligning your heart and mind with biblical truths. If your heart's desire is to grow in your relationship with Jesus, while fearlessly fulfilling your purpose and calling, then let's open up the word together and see what the Holy Spirit has to say about living your life in flow with Him. Are you ready? Then get excited for today's episode. Hello, sister friend. I have a treat for you today. I am super excited to introduce to you my friend and an incredible woman I have had the pleasure of working with alongside and watching her truly bloom into this woman that God has created her to be. And so, Brianne, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I am so excited. Brianne, so we were just chatting a little bit before we hit record, and I love what you, um, what title the Lord's given you as a kingdom life mentor. So before we get into that, because that is something juicy that we could talk about, can you tell uh, the woman listening to this just a little bit about who you are? Sure. Um, yeah. So I am Brianne Trent. Um, I am brand new to this space. Well, brand new to being a coach in this space. Um, uh, I started my business about four months ago. Um, four months, I think. Um, but it's been a really long journey, um, that the Lord's had me on to getting here. Um, and so, yeah, I, uh, I live in Arizona with my husband of going on 10 years, um, and two little girls, uh, four and, uh, just turned three, uh, and our, our 13 year old geriatric multi-poo named Tansy. So that's a little bit about me. <laughs> I love it. Well, so funny, Brian. we connected online at how many, a few years ago, And you were actually one of the, you were in the first group of women who went through one of the programs that I had done in a group coaching setting, Bloom Academy. Mm -hmm. And it has been so fun to see you over the past couple of years, really like no pun intended, but bloom into who God's created you to be. So what's so interesting about you, and I love that you shared that you started this business about four months ago, but it's been a journey. Like this isn't something that you just heard of four years, four months ago and started it, but you, this has been like something on your heart. So share a little bit about the journey from going to corporate. Oh, the other irony is one, I lived in Arizona for mm-hmm. six years and like, absolutely love it. So when you told me that, you know, a couple of years, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to go, I'm going to make friends with her. So I have some place to stay when I go there. <laughs> and then ironic enough, corporate wise, we work for the same company. Yeah. Not mm-hmm. at the same time. I don't think at the same time, but um, oh. so crazy how there's just such interesting little connections. And so I would love for you to share a little bit about that. When God puts something on your heart, this like idea of coaching, mentoring, something in that area, but you were working corporate. And yeah. what did that look like to get from there to now? Sure. Um, so I, um, 
So I'm going to go, I'm going to go way back, just to give you a little bit of context. So I actually have undergraduate degrees in both economics and psychology. And that kind of gives you like a little bit of a landscape of me, right? Like I, I, I kind of like people tend to think that I like fall on two different ends of a spectrum, but really like it boils down to, I love understanding humans and how they behave and what that means for, for them or for the world or, you know, what have you. Um, and so economics is kind of more that quantitative side of things. And, uh, psychology is obviously more the like qualitative side of things. Um, and so I, after I graduated, I got into data and analytics and I was in data and analytics for about 12 years. Um, I, I, I loved it. I really did. Um, I, the, the irony is I'm terrible at math, but like I managed to get by just because I loved it. Um, and, um, I went through a really hard period of my life, um, uh, early in, in, early in our marriage. Um, and during that time, one of the things that made it really difficult was I was getting a master's in counseling. Um, and so, you know, I'd been in data and analytics and I just decided I wanted to like try this other thing and, you know, see where it went. And so I got a master's in counseling. By the time I was done, I was just really burnt out. It just didn't feel like the path that God, you know, wanted me to go down at the time. So I stayed in the job that I was in, um, you know, frankly, I was making good money and it just felt like, why go do something that I, my heart doesn't feel into right now. Um, and so did all that. And then, um, we in, uh, my oldest daughter was born in 2018. And at the time, like, it just was not even remotely feasible that I could have quit my job. Um, we were primarily relying on my income. In fact, um, shortly after my first daughter was born, uh, my husband left his corporate job to start a business. So like we were really just, you know, relying on my income. And then, um, we, our second daughter was born in 2018. And after that, it really like before, before there was two of them, I, I was okay with working. Like I would have rather been home, but after the second was born, I just really wanted to be home with my babies. That was just really like, that was what I wanted. And, um, let's talk, let's touch on that. Cause that is as a mother, there is so much that when, when you get that, right. It's like, it changes going into a job every day. It can make it really hard. And I'm sure there is a woman listening to this. Like, that's me. I really want to be home with my babies. That's why I got into entrepreneurship, right? I wanted, and I had zero desire while I was pregnant. I wanted nothing to do. I was like, oh, that is not me. My mom was a stay-at-home mom that did not look interesting to me. Um, Then when I held that baby, I was like, oh, wait, Uh wait. some things are different here. So yeah, I think, what would you tell that woman in that season of her life if she really wants to be home and she feels stuck, probably is the word, in her corporate job? Yeah. What, what is the, how did, how did you make it through that season? Oh gosh. Um, I, I knew that that was a desire, um, that was in alignment with God's word. Um, not to say that, you, you know, as a woman, you cannot have a career and that cannot be an important thing, right? But, but for, for the you. woman, yep, right. For you, for the woman who wants to be home, that is in alignment with, with God's word. And so, um, I really believe that 
you know, not necessarily in your timing, but in his, if you are obedient to walk the steps that he calls you to walk, he, he can and will bring that to fruition. And I don't know, you know, um, there, there's a million different factors, right? There's of course the financial factor and there's, there's, there's all kinds of things, but, um, you know, so I don't know what that journey looks like for every woman. And, you know, for, for me, like it, I'm not home full time, you know, and so it might not be a full time stay at home thing or, you know, wherever God leads. But, um, I just really believe that, um, God wants to fulfill that desire. If you are obedient to walk out the steps that he calls you to walk out, um, and you are, you surrender to his timing. Um, I think that that's really the important thing. That's key. Yes. And I think that's really in anything, right? We have these goals, right. we have these desires and like, Lord, you say you want to give me the desires of my heart. And he does when they're in alignment with his will. So those are a couple key things that you said yeah. and in his time. And sometimes yeah. that can be really hard. Okay, right. back to back to your story. So you had your second daughter, 2018. You're still going to the corporate job. Go ahead. Back in. Yeah. So um, so then in I think it was um well, so I, I had my second daughter and and I started having these feelings of like, okay, I want to be home. And I, I kept thinking, like, Lord, there's gotta be something more. And it was funny. So both of my husband's parents are life coaches, and I have a master's in counseling, right? And so like it seems like an obvious answer. But I just like, I, like I said, when I quit um, interning as a counselor, when I had finished my master's degree, I was really burnt out. Like I, and I told God, you know, this is going to sound kind of terrible, but I told God, like, I don't want to sit and listen to people's problems. Like that doesn't sound fun to me. Um, and, you know, I had two little kids at home. Like I'm a busy mom. Like, I, you know, life is, life can be a little challenging as it is. And I'm just like, I don't want to, I don't want to listen to people's problems all day long. Um, and, um, so, but he kept like, he kept like tapping me on the shoulder and reminding me like, Hey, you have all of the tools that you need to be successful helping other women. And then not only that, I forgot to mention that, which this is like a key part of my story. I don't know how I forgot to mention this, but so we went through this really difficult time early in our marriage. And in 2016, we met this woman who was like a friend of a friend who became a mentor to us. She's like a, she's like a spiritual grandma to us. <laughs> Um, and she worked with us for, for a couple of years, actually. Um, and really like we, we found healing through, through God, but you know, through her, um, my husband was delivered of bipolar, um, our marriage. I mean, we always said we were never going to use the D word. Right. So like, I don't want to say we were on the verge of divorce, but like, both of us were like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do if we're not going to get divorced? Because we've tried everything. We've tried counseling. We've tried, you know, talking to people we we trust. We've tried all of the tips and tricks of, you know, the, the experts. Nothing works. We're just stuck. Um, and um, so we met this woman and it saved our marriage. And, you know, like I said, my husband was delivered a bipolar. Um, it really just changed our life. And so fast forward again. Um, so the Lord kept reminding me, like, you have everything you need to be successful helping other women. You have this experience of, of, you know, going through this trial and coming out the other side through, through supernatural intervention. Um, and so I kind of hesitantly was like, okay, God, I'm, I'm going to surrender to this. Like, if this is what you, you want for me, then, you know, show me what that looks like. 
two days, like, I'm not, I'm not joking, Heather. Two days later, I saw your post on, and I had been following you for a while. Cause like in your lipstick days, I, I, um, was following you and, and I, I wasn't at the time, like I wasn't interested in being an entrepreneur, but, um, I just kept following you because I loved what you, you know, I loved everything about you and your brand and just all this, all the things. And so, um, I saw your post, um, for Bloom Academy, um, and it said doors are closing in two days. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I have to do this. And the, I think the exact description of it was like, um, do you, do you know that there's something more, you know, that like God is calling you to something, but you don't know what it is. And I was like, yes, that's me. Like hand raised far as high, as high as I can get it. And, um, so I, I talked to my husband and I said, you know, I know this is, you know, for us at the time, like a significant, a, a not a not significant investment. Right. Um, and are you okay with me doing this? And he was super supportive. And, um, so I walked, I did Bloom Academy, the DIY version of it. Um, cause at the time I was working full time and, you know, I couldn't attend the group calls and God just like changed my life through that program, through that course. Um, and he gave me the idea for my business. Um, he didn't give me necessarily the whole thing at that time, but, um, I, I got enough of it during that course to like be excited about it and want to keep moving forward on it. And then, um, you and I had a call like right, right after I finished that course. Um, and then I got some more, you know, little nuggets out of that. And then, um, so every year, um, in my job, I would take at least one, if not two weeks off right at Christmas. And so that year, um, I sat down and within a matter of two days, I wrote the first module of the course that I felt like God had put on my heart through this, um, through, through your course. And so that was in December of 2020, I think. And then I kept like, okay, Lord, I want to get back to this. I want to write the rest of the course, you know, like, and just kept asking him for the time to do it. And it just never came. And I'm like, Lord, Lord, what's happening? This is what I want, you know? And, um, so finally my husband and I were still kind of like, not really financially in a place where we could, I could leave my job and we kept praying about it and kept praying about it and kept feeling like the Lord was going to say, eventually you'll be there. Um, and in fact, he even said to me, it might look like the money's not going to be there, but it will. And when I call you out, just be obedient and walk out. And so in November of last year, um, my husband and I started talking about it and we just decided like, we got to, we got to just decide when this is going to happen. And, um, we were kind of on that tipping point of like, we could probably make it, but we need a little bit more income to like, you know, be solid. And, and so we set a date of, uh, end of March, um, of this year. And I, a whole long story, but I, I had to give my boss like a really long window of notice. Um, I was actually on, I, I had a promotion. I was getting promoted in January to a director position at the company that I was in, which was like a big deal. Um, and he was going to rearrange his entire organization under me. Um, and so I was like, I can't in good conscience allow that to happen. Knowing, knowing that I'm leaving in three months and kept praying about it and kept feeling like the Lord said, just, just tell him. And 
So in November, I told him that I was leaving at end of March um, and he was super supportive. Um, and so uh, fast forward to March, the end of March. Oh, one, I, I have to get this tidbit out. So um, I've been praying about the finances because we were just kind of on that tipping point. And I like, God, okay, we just need a little bit more. Please, can we just have a little bit more before I quit my job? And I, I heard him say, have you asked me for the amount that you're looking for. And you had had a podcast or a teaching or something that said like, talk to God about the money and what you're going to do with it. And don't just be vague about it. Ask him for what you need. And so I was like, okay, God, um, you know, can we have this amount? And I gave him an amount and like talked to him about here's where I think, what I think we need and why I think we need it and what we're going to do with it. And he said, okay, but ask me for more. Mm. And I'm like, really? (laughs) He said, yeah, ask me for more. So I, I like bumped the number up just a little bit. And he was like, no, ask me for more. So I finally got to a number that I was like, I mean, even just now I'm like, okay, my, I can't breathe. <laughs> Uncomfortable. Yep. Yeah. It was like double what my husband was currently bringing in. And I'm like, this, this just feels, this is wrong. Um, but I, I asked him for that amount. And he said, okay. And so, um, March, I, uh, was leaving the end of March, the end of March, my husband brought home that amount that I asked for, Mm. for his, his check that month. Um, wow. Let's just sit, wait, wait, wait. We can't, we can't just like run past that one. Wow. So the importance of being specific with our prayers, right? And I think sometimes we are not, and by we, I'm saying myself, right? I think sometimes because we can just get so, I don't know. I mean, this is like convicting for me too, even though I've said it on a podcast where I know sometimes I can be very general in my prayers. And whether that's because I don't want to put God in like limits or God in a box or something along those lines, or maybe it's just because I'm kind of lazy with it and just like, meh, you know, how beautiful is it that not only did you get specific and then he he challenged you and encouraged you to like, do you know who I am? Right. Do you know what I can do? Mm-hmm. What is my baby? Like, what do you really want? You know, I always think about around a holiday, whether it's your birthday or Christmas or whatever. And you like, you ask your kid what they want. They usually don't at a young age, right? They usually don't hesitate. They're usually pretty much like, well, all the things they'll tell you. Yeah. you know, and, and usually it's like, uh, really unrealistic, kind of like that number. You're like, this feels uncomfortable. This is probably unrealistic, but children have zero hesitations to ask. Mm-hmm. And I really feel like that is how God is to us as his children. Yeah. With that being said, as a parent, do you get them every single thing they circle in the magazine? Do you get them everything they put on their list? Probably not. And do they think that you're a bad parent? Do they think that you don't love them? Do they think, do you question, do they question you and like your, how much you think they're valuable? No. And so I think such a good reminder to be very specific with what we want. Remember who God is when we're actually asking for that. He's the God of the impossible. And I also love that you said like, here's like, you were methodical about it. Like not just, Hey, I want, you know, I want $10,000, like whatever your number was, but here's why, and here's what I'll do with it. And so being very intentional about it. And then he showed up. Yeah. Yep. And, and it, wasn't, it wasn't two years later. It was 
four months, in four months, my husband's income doubled. So, you know, like you can't look at that and just be like, oh, the coincidence, right? Like, no, that was God. (laughs) I always say there are no coincidences in the kingdom. Okay. So you get this crazy answered prayer that you, you didn't even originally pray, right? You were going for less and God's like, no, I want to challenge you. I want you to maybe challenge me. Like, right. So you get your answered prayer. Then what? So, um, in uh, March, actually, technically my last day of of work was April 1st. Mm -hmm. On April 1st, I joined Seek First Academy, (laughs) uh, and never looked back. Um, and, so I, I knew that I was going to start this business, um, but I was really kind of just soaking in all the things, trying to figure out how do I do this the right way, you know, and I'm air quoting here the right way so that I don't burn myself out, I, you know, because I'm the like go a thousand miles an hour kind of person. Uh, and then I'm, you know, I have nothing left after two minutes. Um, and so how do I do this the right way? How do I do this God's way so that I don't burn myself out and I'm honoring him in the process? Um, and so, <clears throat> excuse me. So I, I took a little bit of time off. Um, and then I really kind of started, I launched my business, um, July 4th, the week of July 4th on social media. I'd actually started seeing, um, a client before that. Um, but it was, uh, you know, as far as like the business structure, it was a little bit more informal. And so, yeah, so I've only been like really officially in business for about a month, a little over a month. Um, and I have now three clients, um, another one maybe. Um, so, I mean, God's just like really blessed it, but, oh, it was funny because, um, you know, I talked about how through your course, I had this idea for a course and I wrote part of it when I quit my job. Um, it was in one of our, one of the very first seek first group coaching calls. I, uh, did the hot seat. I, I got to do the hot seat coaching. And, um, you said to me, focus on the one. And I had felt God saying, okay, now I want you to go do one-on-one coaching. And I was like, what are you talking about, God? You gave me a course. You told me I could do this, like, you know, arm's length distance. And he was like, no, you go do one-on-one coaching. And then you said that to me and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so now I have about three clients, um, a, a fourth potential client. Um, and, um, you know, I don't know that this is where I will be forever. Um, you know, I do still believe that God wants me to do the course that he put on my heart, but I think, you know, he wanted me to start here and, and, um, yeah. And so I've, uh, finished up a Christian, uh, life coaching certification now. Um, and so, yeah, I'm just, I'm just doing it with God and it's, it's going good. So good. I love it. So a couple of things I just like, again, I kind of have been witnessing this for the past couple of years. We're talking about like 2018 where, and, and it's 2022. And so I just want to um, honor you in your obedience and your faithfulness and your patience. I'm sure there were times you didn't feel very patient, you know, um, but ultimately, right? Like here it is 2022 and your business is officially launched. You officially have been paid for your services. You are impacting people. And I want to go back to a phrase that you said, uh, when you were 
just finishing up your master's, you were like, quite frankly, you were like, I just told God, I don't want to listen to people's problems all day long. Mm -hmm. What's your perspective now as you're listening to your clients? Yeah. Um, so this is where for me, the, the difference in the label, like this is where I I really resonate with being a a mentor and not to say that like, I, I like, I hope nobody hears that. Like I am trying to be condescending about like people who are coaches or counselors or anything like that, because those things are all extremely valuable. But for me, and especially where I'm at in my life personally, um, being a mentor doesn't like, I'm not listening to people's problems. And again, I'm like doing air quotes. Um, they are bringing their problems to me, but I'm allowing the Holy Spirit to heal wounds in people. And so that means I don't have to take on all their garbage. I don't have to, again, garbage. I, I'm, I'm not trying to use that word condescendingly. We, we, I know. Um, yeah. I'm, but, I'm sure the girl's picking up. Yeah. What you mean? Yes. Um, but I, you know, I, I get to, I get to just listen for the Holy Spirit and I get to help my clients listen for the Holy Spirit. I don't have to have all the answers. I don't have to be perfect at hearing the Holy Spirit because I'm teaching them to hear him themselves and allow him to move within them, um, and heal them in, you know, I, I, I am not them and I don't have their story and I don't know every intimate detail of it or, you know, and they could talk for hours and hours and hours in a session, you know, in sessions with me. And I still wouldn't know every intimate detail. Right. Um, but the Holy spirit does. And so for me being a mentor means like, yes, I use coaching techniques and I, you know, I bring the um, experience and expertise I have, from my master's in counseling, but it's really about that Holy Spirit piece and about um, building that relationship with God, particularly understanding who the Holy Spirit is in the Trinity and connecting with that to, you know, to have that deep relationship, to understand the power and authority that Jesus gave us on the cross and allowing that to be the thing that drives us and the thing that produces fruit in our life and, um, and heals those soul wounds that are the root of a lot of the struggles that we have in life. Yes. And amen. When you said that earlier, I wrote it down. So I was like, that's so good. And I just heard the Lord say, yeah, because you're not listening to, I mean, you are listening to their problems, right? As a coach, as a mentor, as a, right. You, you do listen to people. That's part of it. It's active listening. Mm -hmm. What I teach in my coaching program too, is active listening to your client. Yes. But active listening to the Holy spirit. And so I just wrote down, you're listening for God's solutions. Right. And I love that you just shared that God gave you that revelation. It's not your job to carry their problems. Right. And I'm imagining that from that when the time you got your master's to now, God had to do some healing in you so oh, that yeah. you, right? Like you, there was a process. And so I, I just, I love that. And I, I'm such a big, you know, cause you've been coaching with me for a while. I listen for things and then I hear them from the person's mouth. And then I hear the Holy Spirit's twist on it. And I'm like, yes. And you obviously got that, but I think. Yeah. So interesting. Our perspective on things matters, right? And so it was the same idea, counseling, mentor, right? We kind of 
can we can kind of bundle it all together? And there is a there is a difference between a psychologist, a therapist, a counselor, a coach, a mentor, all those things. There are different, but there are also some threads that are similar. Mm-hmm. And I would say that the, my biggest thing that you pointed out that I just want to highlight for those of you who are interested in coaching or mentor and really now whether you have that title and that's what you do we are all mentors like do you think we were all called to be disciples and so in that what are you discipling you're teaching somebody something whether that's your children or a client or whatever the importance of the necessity of having a relationship with God particularly the Holy Spirit who lives inside of you, who Jesus had to go back to heaven so that you had him. He said, I'm going to go away and get, send you something better because right. I'm only one person in the flesh and the Holy Spirit can be, you know, in multiple right. people having that. So I would love to touch on that mm-hmm. because that can be a foreign thing. And I have loved, uh, I actually look at you a lot in my, or I can like see you on the screen when I'm doing coaching sessions. <laughs> I like see your head nodding. I'm like, she's picking up what I'm putting down. And I think we are spiritually on a similar playing field. I yeah. also am aware that some people aren't. And so when we say stuff like God told me, or I heard, um, mm-hmm. that can seem a little bit like, huh? Like, what do you mean by that? So I would love for you to share perhaps a little bit of your journey of learning how to communicate with Holy Spirit. Yeah. So um, I I am super fortunate. I have been so blessed. My husband grew up in a home where hearing from the Holy Spirit was kind of commonplace. Mm -hmm. Um, And so he already kind of had that foundation and he's very, his spiritual giftings are very strong and he knew how to use not all of them, but some of them um, for, you know, very early on. So I, I kind of had a partner that helped me Um, and then we, you know, we met this mentor and, you know, she similarly, um, helped me as well. Um, and it really like, so meeting my husband, some of it was kind of through that, but then meeting her and the work that we did through her kind of forced is maybe too strong of a word, but kind of forced me to, um, start using those muscles and test them out. I hear it. Yeah. Accelerated you. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. That's a good word. Um, and you know, I am a perfectionist. Like I, I am a horrible perfectionist. I'm starting to recover. I will say that. But, um, and so I really struggled with like, if I'm not a thousand percent certain that I am hearing God, I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to be wrong. Right. Um, and they kind of forced me out of my, uh, shell a little bit. And so, um, it was really encouraging because, um, I would say, so one of the techniques that she would use and that I use now with my clients is she would say, sit and listen for God. Tell me what you hear, see, smell, sense, feel, like any of the senses, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, and she would say, it doesn't matter if it seems completely out of nowhere, if it seems, uh, you know, in fact, sometimes those are the best nuggets, right? Um, like if it seems completely unrelated, it doesn't matter. Just tell me what the first thing is that pops into your, your sense, right? Um, and so I started just being obedient to do that. And, um, most of the time she would give me some kind of confirmation that what I was sensing, she already kind of had in mind, or my husband would, you know, do something similar. And so I started gaining this confidence that 
I was actually hearing from the Holy Spirit and I did know God's voice. Um, and so over time, um, it just, you know, I started exercising those muscles more and more and I started talking to him on my own and started recognizing when I was hearing him. Um, and so, um, yeah. So, so, you know, I think a lot of people think that it's this like super complicated. In fact, one of my clients said, you know, I, after I, I don't remember if it was our first session or our second, she said, you know, I always thought that talking to God was this grandiose thing. Like when I hit that milestone, it was going to be, you know, balloons and trumpets and like this, this big, big milestone. And she's like, I, I just realized he's right there. He's mm-hmm. so accessible. And all I got to do is reach out. And in even that, like he's not next to, in fact, I just posted about this this week. He's not next to us. He's in us. Right. So um, just, you know, it's not this grandiose thing and it's, it, it's not, um, it's not complicated to learn. It's just a matter of trying it and, and trying it with somebody that you trust or some buddies or some community or, you know, whatever that you trust to also hear God's voice and provide direction or correction or, um, uh, confirmation, you know, you yes. can talk to God on your own, but having that so that, you know, when you're hearing God and you can kind of like steer to his voice, right. That's really helpful. And that's what, that's Good. what I love that. And so, yeah. Um, Yes. It's just, it is, it's it's learned, right? And he's been there the whole time as if you've accepted him, like as your Lord and savior, he's, he's inside of you. And I think, I love that you said it's a lot, it's a lot simpler. It's not so complicated, right? We tend our, our logic, our human reasoning, our brains, right. Tend to overcomplicate things and then bring in stuff like perfectionism, control, uh, you know, all the things like identity, who am I? God's going to talk to me, like all those things. And so I love that. And I do think you mentioned a couple different ways that I think is so important for us to remember we are not meant to do life alone you mentioned having your husband that was a support system for you right that kind of taught you in a safe way how to right live a more of a supernatural life tap into the spiritual gifts that god has given us and then you mentioned having a mentor having coaches having people and so i think that's such a thing important thing to remember especially the woman who is a leader We are all called to leadership in some capacity, and sometimes it can feel really lonely because we're constantly leading, whether that's our home or a team of people at a corporate job or a coach, right? Coaches need coaches. Mentors need mentors. Leaders need leaders. And so you said, you know, getting into that a group or hiring a coach like Bria, like hiring somebody or getting into community with people is super important. I personally feel that is something very important in this season that the Lord is trying to teach the body of Christ. You were not meant to do life alone. You are the body of Christ. One of you serves in this capacity. The other serves in that capacity. And so it is vital to work together so that you can be stronger. Um, Yeah. So I just, I have loved watching you and your journey. And I love this phrase, supernatural intervention. And that's really what you're doing as a coach. You know, there's coaches who do a lot of different things. What I love about what you're doing is you recognize 
one, it's not you. You are simply a vessel. You're a conduit. You're like, you know, you're the facilitator, but a totally spirit. Um, and your heart for helping women really live in freedom and wholeness and healing. And so I love that. Well, what is one last thing you want to leave for the woman listening for this? Do you have any tips, any other, you've shared so much goodness, but is there anything else on your heart that you'd want to share? Um, I, I think I would kind of touch back on this idea of God isn't as complicated as you think he is and hearing him isn't as complicated as you think he is. Um, really quick antidote. Um, I was actually talking to my mother of all people, um, about a week ago and she said, she made some comment about, you know, well, I don't really hear from God. And I was like, that's, that's not true. She's like, what do you mean? That's not true. And there was a time when I actually, I lost my wedding ring and I, I, for like a week, I couldn't find it. And she kept telling me, Brianna, I think you need to go look under the laundry. And I'm like, mom, it's not in the laundry. Like I wasn't anywhere near the laundry when I, when I lost my wedding ring. So about a week later, I went to go do laundry. I picked up the, the pile of laundry and my wedding ring fell on the floor. Mm -hmm. And I reminded her of this and said like, you do hear God's voice. And her response was, well, like, I always thought hearing God's voice was like an audible thing. And I think so many people, um, so many women think that it's, you know, if they're not like audibly hearing a voice, then they're not hearing from God. And that's not what hearing from God means. It's so much simpler than that. And he is in every detail of your life, every detail. Um, And I'm not saying like, oh, you need to ask God, you know, how many Cheerios you need to eat in the morning. Like that's, that's not my perspective. God gave us a brain and he gave us logic and, you know, he wants us to use those things. Um, But if you are struggling with something, you can go to him and you can ask him, what, what do I do about this? Um, and you know, it, it doesn't even have to be something you're struggling with. You can talk to God about anything, just like you would talk to another person about anything and you do hear him. It's just a matter of learning how you hear him and how he speaks to you and what his voice sounds like. Um, and so that's just, I think that would be my encouragement is it is not as complicated as you think it is. And learning to hear him will change your life because then you don't have to strive on your own. You can be in, as you like to say, in flow with him uh, and life, it, it gets easier when you learn how to do it. Not, not to say it's always perfect, but it gets easier when you learn how to do it. I love that. And I think that what I, yeah, so good. It's not as complicated. And what I get from that really is in order to hear him, right. Start asking questions. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Maybe not like you said, the Cheerios. I love that example. Cause it doesn't have to, but like, if you just start asking questions and then getting quiet, cause you touched on this before really oftentimes, you know, God's voice, the Holy Spirit is referred to as a still small voice. And so it's not this loud thing. Sometimes the Lord has made things pretty loud for me, but more often than not, that is the importance of getting into the secret place, getting quiet, carving out some quiet time and can be challenging as a mom, right? You know, as a mom of two, that can be really challenging, but not neglecting that because that's oftentimes the the places and spaces. So for me, it's the shower. I always, it's like the shower. I'm like, I don't have a note. Yeah. Um, oh, the shower is totally one of my places. Yeah. <laughs> the car, whatever. Yeah. What about myself? But oh my gosh, you are amazing. 
I am so excited to continue to watch what God is doing in you and through you and the lives of not just women, but families that you're going to change generations and the, the work that you're doing, the soul care, the soul work is going to continue to be so beautiful. So Grant, where can my girls, where can they connect with you? Well, one, you can join the inner circle because she's a member there. And so you can do that, but where else can they find you? Um, and connect with you and learn more about what you offer. Sure. Um, so right now my social media presence is um, just on Facebook. Um, I do have a Facebook business page, which is where I prefer people to connect with me. Um, it's just at Soro State Mentoring. Um, you can also follow me on my personal page. Um, a lot of what I post on my business page, I post on my personal page as well. But um, And then... If you want to actually like get in touch with me, you can email me. It's hello at sorostatementoring.com. Um, I'm hoping to grow my social media presence to some other platforms um, in the, I don't know, the future. We'll just say maybe not the super near future. But um, for now, Facebook is probably the best place or just shoot me an email. And I just want to reiterate that, y'all, she has paying clients right now. and She does not have a huge platform. Yeah, because God has called her to this and he's delivering the people. So if you felt led, if you love what you heard from Brianne, go connect with her. She is an incredible human being. And I know you'll be so blessed by it. So thank you for hanging out today. And I will see you in the inner circle.